Jesse Meester's back end, and other traumas coming up on the broadcast. In the states where abroad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. In the states where abroad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. The following goes beyond the show and beyond the gram to bring you all the fraud that's fit to be uncovered. This is the broadcast, and now here are your broadcasters. Hanakawa and Katrina. You guys, quarantine brain. I've had a trauma. I'm sorry. You've, you've had a trauma. A I'm sorry. Trauma. A quarantine trauma. Is it quarantine trauma? Is your brain turning to mush? It is. If it yeah. wasn't for like being, uh, uh, what is the word? Helicopter managed by my manager, I wouldn't know who I am anymore. So my brain's already been mush. I, I, you know, I've had mush brain probably since day one. So I haven't <laughs> noticed a significant difference. Welcome to the broadcast, you guys. As with me as always is Hannah Kawa, and as you can hear, Agency has joined us today again from um, a, a, an undisclosed location across town <laughs> because COVID. That's right. <laughs> that Ain't damn no COVID. Chain gonna find me here. Nuh-uh. <laughs> We're all holed up in our respective houses, talking to each other on the computer and recording this for you. Gives us trauma. No, just kidding. <laughs> How are only, you guys only doing? Some, only some of the topics give us trauma because right now I'm quite comfortable. I am recording this from my bed and oh. it's quite relaxing. I know, right? Next time we'll nice. be a bubble bath. Right. I don't know how my acoustics would be in my bedroom, but that would be nice. But I needed to get out of my bed because I spent all day there, like with work and stuff. So, you know, that's where I've been working. So <laughs> I needed to get out of there and I'll move back there after we're done here. But um, yeah, COVID, 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 quarantine, <laughs> weird times, man, weird times. Some of the topics gave me traumas too, because the things that we looked up and looked into for this week's episode are a little bit traumatizing. We'll get to that probably in our social media roundup, I think, though, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so this week, before the 90 days. I think it was a great episode, actually. Yeah? I think all of them have been really good episodes as far as actually having content and moving forward. Yeah, yeah, I've like been I enjoying them. Yeah, like I feel like the last, I think because the last season was really painful, um, how it progressed very slowly and then gave us nothing. I think this one is like, this is the one season where I think the tell-all would have been actually interesting. And oh, I still hope that they're going to do one. I have intuition that they are. It's just going to be remote. Yeah. We started out the show with Lisa and Usman. Again, where basically Usman calls out they Lisa like for being a bitch. Them. Yeah. And she doesn't give a shit. <laughs> well, Lisa's like literally giving him the fucking stink face of doom. Yeah. Like she yeah. smoked every cigarette in her pack and now she is waiting for him to get home so she can just stare at him. I feel like she was waffling between the like, I'm going to rip your head off and... I was, I'm actually kind of hurt because you left for so long. I thought I got scared that you might have actually, like, left me. And that actually scared her, but not enough. And she ended up going with the crazy bitch side of her. Right. Well, and, and I think, like, 
Um, it, it's interesting because it's the first time that we see Usman kind of speak up. Mm-hmm. Because, like, from the time she lands to this point, it's been nothing but her, you know, pecking him to death. I love the and, montage that they did. That was when he said, oh, you know, you've been trying to control me or whatever. And then they did this montage, which was all of her, you know, I don't want him going there. And, oh, you're not going to hang out with your friends. And oh, you're not going to do this. And you're not going to do this. And it's all these her being a controlling bitch. <laughs> so it was a nice little montage of all of it put together. Well, and I mean, it, it proved it proved it proved the point. Like, right. She honestly had nothing nice to say. The entire time she got off the plane and she didn't like that his friends were there. She didn't want anybody touching him at the feature thing. She didn't want his friend who's also like, I don't know, the producer of the music video to be there. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want this. She doesn't want that. All of the idiots. Or she says, idiots, idiots. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I do not want them. I do not want them. I do not want him there. I do not want him. I do not want her. Right. So it's kind of like, you know, at some point it's almost like she's being a controlling momish type figure. Like a little bit. And he's like, you're not a God. And then her with the, (laughs) don't be a drama queen over this. (laughs) Her world shattered when he said, you are not a God. She's like, the fuck I am. Right. (laughs) And that's where I think she was like wavering between like, oh my God, like I may actually lose this guy. Right. But then the, the, you know, cooler heads did not prevail and she was still went back to her, her ways. Like, you know, it's nice to see Usman stand up. It's fine. nice to see somebody standing up because we see this. I think she's been the worst of it over the, the seasons. But we see we, we saw it with Angela, you know, to 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 some extent as well <clears throat> and stuff that, that you see them being this way. And then the guy's just putting up with it because they you know just want uh, yes ma'am yes uh-huh yes here's a cake you know and whatever and they you don't often get them talking back and, and questioning it and so it was really nice it was refreshing to see that and to a lesser extent we saw a little bit of this with avery calling ash out um later we'll talk about but um, it was nice to see them calling them out and being like, no, yo, what's what's up with this? And I mean, the, the unfortunate thing is we know that Lisa and Usman go on to get married and we know that they're still somewhat together, I believe. So ultimately, and, and that she doesn't seem to have changed because her persona of what she's doing on social media and stuff, she just seems to be the same person we're seeing on TV. <laughs> so I don't know that anything else changes, but it was nice to see at least briefly her being called out on her shit. Right. And she seemed a little calm. Like, you know, how you, you, you see people in a, uh, kind of raw. That's, that's what it kind of felt like. She was sad, but I think she was just like, I don't know, ready to burn down the house. That's more of what that look was. (laughs) (laughs) Like if she had any more matches or lighter fluid in her lighter, she would have torched that five star (laughs) hotel down. The double box spring. (laughs) Oh my God! For it's good. It's good for our performance. <laughs> You'll notice that Lisa didn't actually apologize. She blamed jet lag and then said, "Let's stop talking about this." Right. She so, never apologized so, to him. No. Um, you know, Usman's got to learn from Michael if he wants to really be the master of the long con. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's got a little too. I think he's got a bit too much self-respect in order to play to play this game. Michael obviously has none. And Angela is like actually a nicer person than Lisa, <laughs> which is frightening. 
But yeah, and then um, you know when they showed after Usman walked out, they showed Lisa at the camera, you know, and she's like, "That man that walked out just walked out. That's that's not the man I fell in love with." And it's like, oh well. Because I'm starting to fall in love with this guy. Yeah. He's got a spine. <laughs> what she was saying was the guy she uh, fell in love with was submissive to her demands. And yes. as soon as he spoke up, she's like, oh, wait a minute, what? <laughs> and and in person versus online, you know, he didn't have to deal with all this kind of stuff of her cutting his friends out of their, their interactions and things like that. That it's just much more severe when they're in person versus on, on the telephone telephone, they're just talking to each other and he sings a song and she masturbates and, and that's it. And, oh my. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then we're done. Right. Oh. Like we here in, in person, she has to control all of the, the, his interactions with other people in a way that doesn't happen when they're just talking on the phone. So he's seen it in, in, in a different way. I bet she, he's saying that's not the woman I fell in love with. So, <laughs> right. No, I, I don't think he's saying that because he never actually fell in love with her. He <laughs> fell in love with the idea of going to the U S right. Which he says, which he mm-hmm. says, that dude is real. That dude keeps it real. <laughs> he's like, I just want to go to the U S and, be a be a rock star or whatever rap star or whatever he wants to be. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting to go to the U.S. if you say or claim you so happen to found love, and right. this love is going to get you there, right? Sure, why not? Right? Sure. I mean, okay. yeah. Um, but yeah, their their whole scene, their whole segment takes place um, in that room. Like mm-hmm. they don't leave that room, right? That she's just been chain smoking in for the last, you know, hour and a half. <laughs> I pointed out in a post that there's no smoking sign. I'm like, no smoking at the Ritz. <laughs> right. <laughs> and there's this this cup that she's using that she's commandeered as, a, as an ashtray. Oh. That's one even... of those rare moments in life when you can smell a picture. <laughs> right? <laughs> nice scratch and sniff. That's what we need. Yeah. Um. And then, speaking of smelling pictures, um, I, I could smell the vodka coming off Darcy as she walked into the uh, restaurant <laughs> to Holy see Tom. Shit. <laughs> holy shit. Like, oh, holy shit. That, their whole scene. Uh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I thought that they were going to string us along for longer. I right. thought we were going to be fucked with and dingled, like Darcy says, but... Get dingled. Um, They're going to dingle Darcy for us. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot about this scene. I think stuff even transpired afterwards on Instagram with Tom's posts as well. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But um, yeah. overall thoughts, I'll let you go at it since Tom's your man. <laughs> Tom's my man. Uh, you know, I think it was going along just fine. Uh, and, and I think everything that Tom was saying to Darcy is accurate. I do believe that there's a lot of things that were cut out of that scene, but I do have to agree with Tom on a lot of it, that it does, there, there was probably given the kind of person that Darcy is, you know, he, she is probably very self-centered and doesn't realize, cause it's all about her when, when she's talking to him and whatnot. And she doesn't realize that, you know, he has needs and, you know, emotionally, she wasn't there for him. And so I, I see him calling her out on that stuff and saying that stuff, but then he went and called her fat, which 
is never okay. <laughs> right. But but here's what I know about that particular situation. That was retaliation for her comments that she had said the first time she met him when he had it was quite a bit heavier than he is now. He's like 50 pounds heavier than he is now because after the show, he saw himself during that season. He was like, oh, shit, I, was, I look like an old grandma or something is what he said. So he lost <laughs> a lot of weight. So he lost right. a lot of weight. So, but her comments, she had made comments about how he doesn't really look, you know, I guess he'll do or so, some comments that he doesn't, indicated. he doesn't really have an athletic type body, but you know, yeah. she's like, I can, I, that's fine. I can settle on that yeah. kind of, kind of feeling. So she basically calls him tubby on screen. Um, mm-hmm. So that was him retaliating for that. Now, was that right of him to do? Probably not. No, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say no. He apologizes for it. Yeah. yeah. And he I think apologizes like, in the moment. Maybe he apologizes like in different. He apologized three times, but deleted like two of them and left one. <laughs> so <laughs> Maybe he was like trying to get the right apology out. But like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just funny because like, we've already forgotten about those scenes. Right. That was last before the 90 days right we've already forgotten about it and so what it comes off as is him saying you know hey i want to i why why don't we be the bigger person i hope she doesn't she doesn't attack the person but you know yeah whatever situation and then he sits and like goes yeah i never want to hurt you (laughs) not you know right (laughs) not have your breasts gotten bigger did you do something different with your lips is that a new type of eyebrow no he goes straight for something that you don't do and comment on a woman's weight yeah ever And, and you put on weight have you yeah no no um and and that was bad and and he also said in his apology i think that that it was out of context but either way, it doesn't matter. He said it, and regardless of the context, it wasn't appropriate for him to say that. So he at least, at least the one that he left up most recently. Right. So at least he he recognizes that. Um, there's a lot of things that he could say to Darcy that I think would have been much more appropriate. Yet also kind of stabbing at her but uh that one was just completely uncalled for the other comments that i've been getting a lot about this episode is the editing showing the glass of lemon water keeps appearing and disappearing throughout the scene so we know the editing is bad (laughs) on this how they edited it and spliced it those are those are things that you expect though like when usman is arguing with lisa how she's sitting back and then she's forward and then she's sideways and then she's standing i'm like is this a yeah. same conversation because they're bouncing around yeah. the room. So yeah, we expect that kind little... of editing. And we've talked about this before, like that kind of editing mistakes or stuff that we don't generally even comment on because they are so common and that we don't even like, uh, you know, address them that much. But, um, but yeah, that, that, that one was one that I got a lot of comments on was the <laughs> lemon water. So what do you think that we're going to see with Tom and Darcy going forward? Um, I have a feeling that we're going to go Jesse style with Tom and they're going to follow him doing silly tasks and socializing, maybe going on vacation. And Darcy is going to be our usual thing of how she's ready for love again. And she has someone she's been talking to Facebook for three years that she's basically been dating for three years now. So, mm-hmm. oh, the other guy that we're going to see. 
Right. <laughs> but Michael. that's going to be in Darcy's spinoff, right? She's getting her own show. She is, but we don't know when that is going to start. What, what kind of right. footage that will include. But she sells, she sells these episodes. Like, if you put her in for five minutes just trying on bathing suits, like, I'm pretty sure the viewership goes up. Because yeah. people just love Darcy. She is recognizable. She's almost familiar because she's been there so long that it's just, mm -hmm. you know, she's almost like a an icon of the freaking show. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they, 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 they follow her around doing everything, which is now that they have their own spinoff, they have a place to put that footage. So. Right. Correct. Affirmative. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> you speak, you know, you know, who's not correct. <laughs> Fucking Ed. Oh, sorry. Bad language. God, this is not this the Patreon girl. I'm sorry, you guys, but Freaking Ed, Ed. <laughs> Ed is fucking terrible. You guys, how disgusting and gross is Ed? Like, can I kiss you? Can I? No. Can I have it on the lips? Oh, first hold of on, all, hold on, like, hold on. Out of context. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> the the massage, like all his instructions, I think rubbed people the wrong way. Like, okay, yeah, sit on the bed, yeah, on your butt. Uh -huh. uh huh. How else would you? How else would you fucking sit on the bed? Yeah, and like, can I have a kiss? Like, how about just let things happen? Like, right? like if you guys are connected the way you're, you say you're connected, you connect to each other. Let her go do her thing. Sit on the bed, like, cuddle together, and talk, and it will happen naturally. Not just this. I'm gonna rub your feet in this artificially romantic way, and then. Um, Halic you on your forehead and ask you for a kiss on the lips. Like, like that is just it. it I, part of that is why I think it was cringeworthy for me is because it's just let it happen, dude. Like, you know, hang out, like go to dinner, like curl up on the bed and watch a movie and we'll just let it happen naturally versus like this art, all this artificial, um, you know, romance bullshit. And well, then I mean, like, the good thing is we find out it, it did happen. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was naturally, but it happened. Right. Or she's like, I feel you like I have to. You see, she was a little bit dead inside. Her soul was uh, was reeling in pain. There's there's a lot of looks the day after on the 90 Day shows. Like like I said, there's a comparison of Usman's reaction to um, Ashton Avery's reaction and then Rosemary's reaction. So I'm putting Rosemary's reaction underneath Usman's reaction <laughs> yeah she did she had, she she had that look though but she's she was still very sweet you know yeah when like, she was talking to the camera about it she was like oh yeah no we just you know you know said I love you and oh I went sleep and then she started giggling and laughing when she was doing her air quote so she you know she had something something alive inside her right and I think I mean to be honest I would probably I think the the foreign part of the couple I don't think they get a lot of information about the show it's just like bam I brought cameras with me to meet you the first time um I can imagine that's really off-putting and any shy person would probably not want that much attention yeah right perhaps, but they're doing perhaps. it because you know maybe Ed was like I, I really want to do this that's usually what happens is he he really wanted the show so I'm going along with it but at the same time it's like he's massaging my legs in a bathrobe in front of a camera and mm -hmm. that is really 
awkward creepy <laughs> yes. he's also he's also pointing out that he's not looking at her in the bathroom he's definitely just looking at her legs i'm not looking at is, your pajamas i'm like i'm not but looking then, up your skirt but i don't know if you guys <laughs> caught this but they showed when when they sat and he was sitting her down and had her you know sit on your butt or whatever he was like mm, uh, you know and he like made this like noise right like he was like like how sexy she was she was like mm, oh he you know and then biting oh. his knuckle Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. <laughs> that's too funny. And it was just like, oh, that's gross. And then, of course, the 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 phrase heard around the world when the entire world collectively went no. When he said, "Your hair, your legs are like mine. They're hairy. It's gross. Shave them." Oh to my which, god! Which. Like, where do we even start with that? Where do we start? Agency, as the, as the representative male on the on the panel, it's it's hard because I think that we need, <laughs> like we need Ash, the relationship coach, in here for this. Like, how do you politely tell somebody <laughs> you don't? You need well, them I'm to not, do something for well, you. <laughs> well, I'm not. Yeah, that, that's what I was gonna say. I'm not a relationship coach, but I'm pretty sure the answer is you don't say anything. Right. <laughs> Maybe later when you get comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe she doesn't have access to razors, you know, look maybe at where she, she lives. Care. Maybe she doesn't care. There's a lot of women that like don't care. She's like, there it's are. winter time. What are you talking about? Who the fuck? I'm just going to point. I just want to point out that she sleeps on a concrete floor and has chickens running around her house and no um, indoor plumbing. I think leg shaving is like at the bottom of her list of concerns on a daily basis. Right. But even right? even even if. You know, your response earlier was spot on is you fucking don't. <laughs> well, he should be happy that her legs aren't shaved because it shows she's not busy trying to impress other people like the 4,000 yeah. friends she has on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, right? oh, my God. The only thing he asked her to shave that looked like his was her legs. So so I bet Ash is going to copy this uh, in a week. But um, I find the way to deal with this is you wait for them to ask you what you like in a girl's appearance as the relationship starts to congeal a bit. I've often found that I get asked like, how do you like it? You know, how do you like it when I dress? How do you like, you know, what type of grooming do you like? That's when you say, that's when you can let the preference. Would, be known. would agent J confirm or deny that conversation? <laughs> I, I can't speak for her. <laughs> Can can we get so, her on? I want to know if you've ever asked her to shave her legs, and what her she response. She'll tell you no. What her no, response we, would be? No, because we were on the we were we were on Facetime watching the show last night, and uh, we had this exact same conversation. Not not in this level of detail, but um, she reiterated that the, that the only way to deal with this issue is do not ask because it's not your business. Right, it's not your and for him to be like it's gross. You poor, like, she's poor. That's gross. You know, no, my body hair. If you don't like my body hair, you can fuck right off. Sorry. Oh, that's right. He did say it was gross, didn't he? Yes. That's which makes it even worse for me is that he actually verbalized that he felt it was gross. And that just makes me like, oh, my God. It just it, it hits the feminist in me in so many different ways, like. So how, so how do you feel about her asking him to shave? Um, well, I think in the context that she did it was perfectly appropriate because 
um, he was like, okay, you want me to shave my legs? You have to shave your face. She didn't initiate that conversation. (laughs) She only said it in response to him telling her her legs were gross. Oh, okay. Your face is gross, Ed. Shave it. You know, I love how I love how quickly she went to go do it, though. She's like, oh, okay, And then she's in the shower. I'm like, wait, what? I thought this would be like the next time you saw. I don't know. I think like if that conversation about his facial hair came up in a different manner, like if he had asked her at some point, like, hey, by the way, what do you think about this? You know, what do you think about this? Do you like it like this? Do you like it like this? Because I know. Hetero Life Maid has, he has facial hair and he often will ask me if I prefer it in the goatee or if I look, you know, full beard. And I personally do not care. I don't have a preference. This is facial hair. You can do what he wants. I think he's attractive either way. It doesn't bother me one way or the other. Wear it how you want to wear it. Um, she obviously had a preference. She doesn't like kissing him with all of the facial hair. That's her preference. But she didn't say anything about it until she he said your legs are gross so (laughs) and i'm not saying this to get curry favor with your audience but it is appropriate to tell a dude you want him to shave because like at some point in a relationship you're going to rub you're going to rub your face against that and if it makes you uncomfortable it makes you uncomfortable right it's cool just don't surprise us women by just spontaneously shaving because (laughs) you take years off your face when you do that (laughs) (laughs) and it could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing um in my guy's case he shaved everything off and i was like who the hell are you (laughs) did you end up calling the cops right like there's a a stranger in my house there's like there's a there's a 13 year old who's trying to who's trying to kiss me (laughs) what the hell where's your mom and dad like i'm like i can't do it like no especially when you don't know them when they had a smoother face like come on I mean, it's okay yeah. to have a preference. Um, I think, I think it's have men's facial hair is slightly different than a woman's legs. And I think that the kicker on this one was what made Ed's so much so egregious was him calling it gross. Right. Boobs. Can we talk about boobs? Can we move <laughs> on to talking about boobs and yes. Stephanie and Erica's <laughs> boobs to be exact? Oh, yes. <laughs> I think they were the highlight of this this episode. Well, naturally, you know, naturally. people are like, oh, you didn't tell me that we lesbians feeling each other up on this show. <laughs> Erica and I feel I can feel bad because I think Erica had like it in her mind that this date was the perfect thing for Stephanie because she knows Stephanie based on her YouTube persona. Yeah, but they've talked open, all, they've talked out, outside of that, you know. Allegedly apparently she- not apparently know, none right? of these people talk to each other apparently. outside of this show they just met each other and right. <laughs> oh god but, yeah um she thought it was gonna her- be a fun based on stephanie's hat com- stephanie's comfort level with her own body it seemed like it would be a fun um date but stephanie right. took it as being um like a commentary on her openness to have willingness to have sex with Erica versus her comfort with her own body, which is what, how I took it is, Oh, she's comfortable with her own body. She she'll be fine, you know, rubbing boobs or whatever, but it's not supposed to be a sexual thing. Right. And I wonder if the discomfort was, I mean, you're in there on a date with your, the person that you're interested in. Mm -hmm. 
But what threw me off is there's two other people in the room. <laughs> right. Doing the same thing. And I'm like, as, as, as comfortable as I am taking off my shirt in front of my uh, boyfriend, I probably wouldn't do it in a room with total strangers. Sure. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I used to, I, I've seen a lot of videos where that's not the case. Are you telling me that... <laughs> That, like, a group of girls sitting around a table in a room full of, like, sparkles are not just going to get naked as a matter of course? Sparkles <laughs> do not influence our uh, willingness to take off our bras. The internet lied to me. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't woo your girl with sparkles and expect her to just write out. The um, copy man may be able to, though. It, that always seems to happen. <laughs> the copy man walks <laughs> Or the milkman. Um... <laughs> so so there's still there's two sides of it right because like as a first date probably not my idea place to go but if you're going for i think she was trying to do a sexy date that would probably be a sexy date and you get something fun out of it you get a casting of your boobs yeah or your partners to take home mm-hmm um yeah, I mean, I think she was—I think she was banking on Stephanie's comfort level with her own body, as because of what she does on her Patreon and stuff. That since she is comfortable with her own body, that this would be right up her alley. But then Stephanie took it as some kind of commentary on her willingness to have sex or lack of willingness to have sex, and it made it uncomfortable for her. Well, and that stuff can get confused too, right? Just because she's wearing a short skirt, she must want it, kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. She's asking just because you talk about sex on YouTube means you must you must be ready to fuck all the time. Well, so um, here's here's where here's where I and where my problem is then because yes, Stephanie's online persona on her Patreon and stuff is this is sexual person, and she has said many times we've seen on the show that her true personality is not that of the online persona they're two different personalities right my assumption was with her and erica talking and becoming this couple they had actually i don't know spoken to each other and engaged offline and stephanie was not acting as her online persona she was acting as herself and erica would have known what her regular personality was like and then based it off that and Stephanie still wasn't, but, but, but you know what I mean? Does this make sense? It makes sense. But I mean, if we go off their timeline, they talk to each other for a while, but Erica as a fan more. And I think in the past four months is only when they kind of got serious and chatting. Um, that that's so, always my confusion with these couples is how much are they sharing mm-hmm. of themselves before they go to visit them? Right. Like, did she keep the face on of her YouTube personality to keep Erica interested? Because that's something you face when you're a YouTuber or Twitch, you know, streamer is you have to keep people interested and people are not interested in your normal self. Usually you kind of want the persona you put out. Yeah, right. You have to kind of exaggerate a little bit. You have to be a little more um, animated for the camera. That's how you get views. That's how you get money. Um, perhaps there was a feeling of if I'm completely myself, right? Cause she thinks she's boring and stays inside that maybe mm-hmm. Erica will lose interest. Cause Erica's more like, you know, jet set, go here, go right. there, do things, right. party. 
who knows but so how um, much of her real personality had stephanie let erica see right Can I just interject and say that two week three weeks ago she posted a video on her channel saying how i got rich selling my nudes I kind of don't blame Erica for getting mixed signals here. <laughs> I've just got to say, all right. Right, but it's like if you were talking to the person and you got to know them, you'd probably know that, you know, you aren't talking to a cam star. We're not, you know. Yeah. She wasn't paying by the fucking minute, like. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. That's a difficult one. But, um, so they're done with their, their booby casting which i have to say the lady at the boob shop i'm gonna call it the boob shop mm-hmm. the sparkle shop sure I, I i love how colorful everyone in this area is like i you know it's like a small town it's very uh is it the outbackish part of no Australia? they're still in they're still in adelaide okay everything seems very colorful and wonderful there though <laughs> like, yeah well i want to go there just because it's like sparkles and all this stuff and and erica can walk down the street dressed like that and no one's like staring i'm like i want right. to go there well so so tosh tash tash tosh her name the girl who who owns the shop or whatever Ooh. she and erica are actually like real life friends so yes. yeah you know and they they naturally were gravitate they gravitated towards each other because they are both such these colorful glittery personalities that they were drawn to each other. And right. I mean, there's a huge backstory about that, how they weren't friends and then they were friends and girlfriends and lots of things that were involved. But, um, <laughs> the story that doesn't matter, maybe a story for another time, but they are friends in real life. And, and the, the other two girls that were there are perfect strangers. So they weren't like friends with them. So, right. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So then they go to dinner. Then dinner happens. (laughs) So we were, we were teased with this scene because they put it out on the Instagram teaser of, uh, Stephanie is concerned about an app that is on Erica's phone, Mm -hmm. which clearly is, which is clearly Bumble, but they don't want to have to pay Bumble to use the, use their likeness on the show. Well, right. And I mean, they always do that. They never tell you like, they don't advertise what site, uh david's talking alana on it's just kind of like this magical portal yeah Um, unless it's filipino cupid they're they're okay with it (laughs) it's true filipino cupid (laughs) proud um, sponsor of 90 day fiance (laughs) oh my god it's terrible. <laughs> this week's episode sponsored by <laughs> Filipino Cupid. I'm waiting for it. Actually, I'm waiting for it. It's, oh it's my come God, to I'm dying. So in usual, <laughs> in, in usual 90 day fashion, like no one actually fucking eats dinner. Um, right. Right. We never <laughs> if you see go to eat. dinner. Yeah. If you go to dinner, it's going to be 15 lines and somebody's going to walk out. Mm-hmm. Right. And leave um, that poor food sitting there left or and (laughs) people are gonna whatever um in ben and nikini's case wrap it up like that (laughs) take it home because i still fucking want it Um, yeah no shit right (laughs) they get their i don't even know if they got dinner but stephanie brings up that she saw an app on erica's phone which a lot of people had a problem with her even 
looking at her phone, like, you know, that kind of, you know, you look over and you see them scrolling through things and, um, notice that there was a dating app and this dating app happens to be Bumble. And Mm -hmm. so she confronts her at dinner over it. And it, if the, so the whole conversation one feels choppy, like, like we're missing more context of their argument but what yes. it boils down to is Stephanie pressures Erica to delete it. Erica deletes it, but kind of this this ruins the dinner and Erica storms out. Um, but Erica's reasoning for having the dating app is that it has a networking side to it, which is what most people know, which is how most people knew it was Bumble because that's one of the, I think that's only, the only one of the dating that, apps that has yeah. like, a, they have a best friend uh functionality to it and they also have a a networking side on top of the dating now it's been a long time since i've used bumble so i was not aware of that um <laughs> i down i, I downloaded <laughs> i downloaded it and i told my boyfriend i'm downloading bumble for research he's like okay whatever <laughs> i'm like do you know what bumble is he goes yeah it's that cougar app i was like okay um <laughs> the cougar app <laughs> Okay, so it, uh, this is going down the fucking reads. But so how Bubble works is that it is the power of the woman to reach out to a man or woman. Right. I don't know if whatever. Um, and so you make for those the first who don't move. know on Bumble, Bumble is the is women driven. Is the women have to be the one to reach out to the man? Right. You initiate everything, and I think they also have a dick filter. Oh, so they? if a guy sends a penis pic, it like filters it out. I think I think that's Bumble that has that. So you can't get surprise dick pics. Uh, um, well, it's definitely not Grinder, that's for sure. No, grind, <laughs> Grinder is like if it's a dick pic, we put it at the top of the box. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, it's priorities, right? So. Um, so yeah, that's what that site's all about. And and usually it, it, it has the reputation for being older women looking for younger men. So that's why they, he said the cougar site. Okay. Um, Got it. But other okay. than that, I mean, it's a regular, it's a regular dating app. They make you go through a lot of verifications. I had to like prove that I was a real freaking person to even open a, a profile. So, I mean, it's pretty serious, but uh yeah, so Stephanie was upset about that, and Erica deletes it. Now there's, what, debate back and forth that that was appropriate? And was Erica's reaction Well, Erica immediately is like, fine, top. I'll delete it. But Stephanie still goes on that she shouldn't have had it to begin with, and Erica's like, what the fuck, I just deleted it, whatever. I'm sorry, I had it, sorry. I had it for the networking, right. but you didn't want me to have it. I just deleted it. What's the fucking problem? And Stephanie goes on and on about how she shouldn't have had it. Right. Well, and I, I, I tell people about this. Like, um, when I started dating uh, my boyfriend, he was on, I think, that OkCupid site or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I had noticed that I was like, oh, you have a profile? And he goes, like, he deleted it, like, honestly the same like week that i had mentioned it because mm-hmm. his whole thing was if you found somebody if it's a dating app it should be off your phone if you're trying to network there's so many other apps and resources to do networking mm-hmm. play it safe delete the dating app from your phone even if it has other functionality to it because it just sends the message of 
Right. If if the person you're with is truly uncomfortable and if Stephanie happens to have trust issues from even the past, you mm-hmm. don't want to bring that stuff into a new relationship, but right. it's still there. It's mm-hmm. still there. If you have trust issues, like if you're dealing with someone with trust issues, just delete that shit off your phone. Right. And deleting the <laughs> app doesn't delete your profile, you guys. It's not like you can't no. just download the app later and reactivate. Exactly. Like your, your profile is still active in there. Downloading the app off your phone does not delete your profile on the site <laughs> like you just have to re-download it re-log in right she should have went through the settings and deleted account and then deleted the app but i mean i can imagine feeling put on the spot like that mm-hmm. maybe there was a better time and place to ask about the app yeah. but maybe not dinner maybe not on the second day yeah, like at least figure out if you want to be with this person and then be like, okay, that dating app has to go. Right, <laughs> right. Yes. Because like, like right now they're on the rock, she might need that dating app back. <laughs> I mean, in Erica's defense, like it's the second day they've ever spent time together. They've only been talking on FaceTime or whatever. Right, but four, she does call her months. her girlfriend when she's talking to her friends. So she's come up in her head that this is... Erica's not responsible for the nuttiness that goes on in Stephanie's head. No, Erica said it was her girlfriend to her friends. On camera? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I, we're only going by what's on camera. Because <laughs> <laughs> we got oh nothing else to go by. Um, that's so funny. But yeah, I, I feel like, you know, with, with the fight as well, like it, I think we only got like eight lines from them. Yeah. I saw an app. app had to be oh it's like, for networking can you delete it sure i'll delete it okay off. great dinner's ruined fuck you men's doesn't control me and she left <laughs> yeah that was it or women's doesn't control me right <laughs> and that was it and and there there was a lot more um, from what we understand we that my my source in production i'm trying to get more information but i there's more that was there but um i don't know what it is yet <laughs> right so so much is on the cutting room floor that at this point okay mm-hmm. yeah so yeah and then um um maybe avery could help them as well and and negotiate their conversation for them oh a- avery can or Oh, I'm sorry. Ash, Ash. Sorry. <laughs> I, I know. Have, we I have a like, nephew named Avery, so uh, oh. I keep thinking Avery's a boy. Never mind. We, ne- we need to make Ash work and be like, we need your uh, your one-line advice. To He's all the in couples. Australia. He is in Australia. He could give a session right there. He can give a master class <laughs> on how to give circular answers and not actually answer anything or talk about anything. No, yeah. I think Zach from Married at First Sight has that one down. <laughs> But so okay, Wait, what so podcast I, am I on? <laughs> You're on the regular one, not the not the not the Patreon. So speaking um, of Ash and Avery, yes. So they go. He takes her on a trip, like a, a like a weekend getaway to Cairns, and they go and sit on a rock and talk. And Ash talks <laughs> in circles, and um, that's pretty much it. So. <laughs> But I was actually kind of proud of Avery because Avery was kind of calling him on a shit. And I've said this about Ash before is that I think Ash is so much into his relationship coach persona that he believes his own bullshit. So when he's answering these questions, like he doesn't know how to answer it in a way that's not 
this relationship coach person. So Avery's like, no. So what, what is it you're not telling me about this situation with your, your son? Well, I don't want you to be upset and angry. And so we have to dig deeper into this, whatever. And she's just like, no, just tell me what the fuck I'm missing here. <laughs> and he can't because he just talks in circles. Right. All he says so, is, is whatever, like we'll have to dig deeper or something. Right. So it's um, the one sad, the one sad thing that will always be an issue in their relationship. Maybe who knows? is that she knows the tricks, and so the tricks can't be easily used on her. Mm -hmm. um, and I say it in this way because my boyfriend and I both went through a Franklin Covey course on active listening and um, kind of like conflict resolution and things mm -hmm. like that, how to negotiate. Yeah. And so the, the techniques work, though. Like when I'm at work, when I'm dealing with other people, my mom, random people... It right. works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But when you talk to someone and you recognize that they're doing the exact thing that you learned how to, it pisses you off <laughs> because all of a sudden when I'm arguing, he turns into this like, oh my God, I understand that has to be absolutely frustrating. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're doing and damn it, it's working because now I'm opening up to you. Damn it. But so I can imagine that. <laughs> It's always in the back of her mind of, oh, my God, is he just feeding me a line or is he actually trying to understand my my issue? But um, they have a very sensitive situation with his ex-wife and a kid and the possibility of the kid moving to America with him. Like, that's not a small coffee conversation. That right. is. And, and, and Avery is right to be concerned about it because when it, he she has what he has told her in the past, which apparently is is not a whole lot. And then she has her his brother's reaction when they talked about it at dinner, uh, which shows that there's a whole other aspect to this that she doesn't know about yet. So she rightly is concerned about this because, you know, she's a mother herself. She's got two kids. She shares custody, you know, with her respective baby daddies. And, um, you know, one of them is a much better. One of her relationships is much better than the other. And so she she's sensitive to this issue. And for her to so so for her to ask ash for more clarification on this and what's really happening is is perfectly valid because that could potentially be a deal breaker for them right and Avery well, especially because she has she has empathy on her side because you can side with the mom who's going oh my god i'd hate for my kid to be taken out of the country right to go with the dad but we mm -hmm. don't know the dynamic that ash and his ex-wife have it could be completely friendly it could be that their co-parenting style is pretty damn good right who knows but i mean kudos to avery for wanting to meet his ex-wife mm -hmm. you don't run into many uh girlfriends or new fiancés that actually want to meet the ex-wife you know so mother mother of the kid <laughs> mother of the kid yeah i mean there, there's so many different uh, <coughs> uh bikini stop <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but there's so many there's so many um what's the what's the word i'm looking for faucets of yeah, what they have to go through because that's that's tough so i say kudos to her for wanting Absolutely. to open that relationship and i hope that that is a positive thing rather than a negative thing in the show so we'll have to we'll have to yeah because we only got a very brief uh, bit of them so we'll see what 
what every every take or what Ash takes from that as they go. Right. I'm I'm rooting for this couple. There's always a couple I root for, and it's these two. Yeah. Well, and we know that since the filming of the show, Ash has visited her twice in Seattle. You're right. Right. We know this. So they're still they're at least or you know tr- at least as the time of the second time he visited her they were at least still trying you know together so right uh, or should i say there's there's couple all, if, this season is good though because most of the couples you can root for um the yeah. only shaky ones are lisa and usman and i mean the, the catfish is obviously yeah, um, yeah actually I, can't. No, I have hope i have hope for lana and dave i really do oh god well, don't I forget do. um, Jeffrey and Varya. That's the one you're rooting to not work. At least I am. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, speaking of catfish. <laughs> so you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. When I think of Yolanda, I just fucking can't. So. Yeah. You guys, we, we think we think that we think that Yolanda is in on this whole thing being fake. We think she's in on it. She knows she's she's the one that probably pimped the story to TLC. So that's where we're at. Or, or, with her. or probably really uh, helped. I mean, she just wanted to be on at this TV. Point, at, at this point, it could be all acting. Who knows how much of it was real and how much TLC had to, like, pick up and make something out of it because, you know. Right. Um, but we think but a couple that she's things, in on it. Right. A couple of things to point out in her story, right, is right. one, right. her store with her kid, right? Right. <laughs> um, Correct. So we found the store that she owned with her daughter. So there's a scene where she's walking into the coffee shop with her daughter saying, we're going to the coffee shop because to talk about our online store business. And continue right <laughs> so so he found the found the website that was connected to her facebook and this website is down um so there's a lovely invention called the wayback machine that lets <laughs> you put in the url to see that website at some point in time and its major active major activity was from like 2009 2010 to 2017 mm-hmm so that that website hasn't been active since 2017. Um, Correct. And from what it looked like, it honestly looked like Craigslist to me. It had a whole bunch of different services and you're able to sell things. And it, it looked like it was like an online pawn shop, but with services too. Interesting. Like it had, it had misconnections and stuff like that too. It was really, it was Weird. really bizarre. so it it was seriously it's just like so this tlc fraud of them walking into the coffee shop in present day 2019 i guess this was filmed to talk about their their online business that hasn't been in in operation since 2017 so add more levels of fraud to the story right unless they were conversating about starting it up again who knows (laughs) but what they were really going there to do was to uh, talk about Williams. Talk about Williams and finally ask him if he was Nigerian. Which she tries to do, but then her phone fails to send the message. I know, when she was back at <laughs> when she was back at home. <laughs> so nothing really okay, so nothing really happens at the cafe except for her daughter who's smart as shit goes, I think this is a catfish because of all the, the you know all the 
all the evidence is pointing towards it being a catfish from Nigeria. And I think even the daughter knows that that's not a British accent, even though yes. I don't know why it's taking Yolanda so darn long to realize that. <laughs> but um, she finally goes. So, so Williams isn't answering her at all. And she finally goes home. And is this is this when the, the threatening email comes in towards? Yeah. When she's at home. Right. She's at home and someone claims they have her nudes. Mm-hmm. Nudes that she's only sent to Williams. Oh, God. My Do favorite part that? of that scene. <laughs> my favorite part of that scene was it can't be Williams because Williams has never used that tone with me because she can't seem to see. <laughs> she can't seem to see that 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 the person that she's been talking to might have been faking like she can't see that no he's never used that tone with me she can't he's so sweet he'd never say those things to me and um so the so the funny parts about the scene is when she's messaging him asking him if he's nigerian like you zoom in and the messages aren't sending so regardless of if you know there wasn't a sim card or if there wasn't reception like what Which it looks we've seen like at other on other scenes we have seen where she didn't have a SIM card in trying to send. Right. She's missing the SIM card. There was no reception up top. So it's like, of course, he's not going to respond. He's not getting the messages. <laughs> so, I mean, that's one of the key things to getting a message back is that person getting a message. Um, another thing I noticed when she was on her email, her mm. name starts with the Y. I think her real name starts with a B. But mm-hmm. up in the corner for the email, there's an E. Oh. And usually, it usually will pick up on the first letter of your name when you enter it in. And I, I, I don't know. That just really confused me because I'm a person about consistency. But <laughs> yeah, there's oh. an E. I'm like, what is going on here? Um, Lovely. I uh, think that's it with them. Yeah, I mean, that's like, it. She's concerned about her nudes. I, you know, yeah, I call, I would call, I would call the bluff. Send them. Where are you going to put them? <laughs> Send them. I mean, if anything, it's like, it's like extra grist for the mill for her weight loss book, right? It's like, look how fabulous I am now. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> great. I'm sending nudes to people. That's something I would have never done. And if she's like, oh, he has my address. He's good. He's threatening me. Call the police. <laughs> come here so I don't have to spend money on a trip to England to fucking find you. To England. Come to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh. But, yeah. So, I think that's it for the show. We've spent way too much time talking about that's it. That's it for the show. <laughs> we did, but it's fun. People it are going to be fun. like, shut up. Um, shut up. The <laughs> what, <laughs> what we're going to talk about uh jesse's back end now jesse has this has come there's been a little bit of jesse recently because he has it he's on what now which is the web series he's so there's an update on him there and he also this isn't the back end that we see in the shower so don't get too excited no so he has this book that he put out about intermittent fasting and it's all over Amazon. It's been all over social media. He recently, I think today or yesterday, has gotten um, very upset about the bad ratings that people are leaving for him. And yes. so he got his <laughs> panties in a wad and started complaining on the Internet. And uh, so we did some digging 
and with the assistance of a couple of online, um, a couple of uh, followers, one is named Long Last Ollie, and the other is 90 Days of Lies, um, who have helped us with some of this back-end website coding stuff. Because if you go and look at the coding on his website, we found some, <laughs> surprise, we found some shenanigans, bullshit, illusion. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is I'll say is probably common illusions for websites that sell things but at the same time right it doesn't it doesn't help his, it doesn't help him his legitimacy if he's trying to right. market himself as a legitimate psychotherapist nutritionist or whatever he is that she's trying to use to sell his jewelry and his his, oh his stuff God. these he's things everything don't. He's everything. Yeah. So his uh, online store is pretty much as hot of a mess as his breakup from Darcy was. First, if you've been to his store, you'll notice the usual store stuff, shopping cart, random shit to buy. What is it? He's got jewelry. You can buy coffee, jewelry, books, random shit. Skype sessions with him. I'm actually personally attacked by him selling coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I, I'm personally attacked by him selling Skype sessions with himself. <laughs> like, what? What is that even is that? One thing, oh one thing you'll notice is that if you're there on the website, no matter what time of the day or night it is, it doesn't matter what time of the day or night you're on, four o'clock in the morning, you will notice that things appear to be selling out fast. Like you get on there and, oh my God, it's three o'clock in the morning. Apparently there's 40 people online looking at jewelry for that he's right. trying to sell and and it's you you get these pop-ups that'll show so-and-so just bought this so-and-so just put this in their cart this one just bought such you know exit whatever da, 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 da. but ding 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 looking at the code on the website and you guys can go do this yourself this is this is not like super secret or anything it's super easy to find um it's all an illusion he has it's all an illusion. That's an illusion. And he so he has a timer that counts down the number of books that are remaining. And the coding that's on that is set to show the number of books decreasing depends on how many minutes, how many seconds somebody spends on the site. Like it's not coded to show the actual amount of books remaining, not actual purchases, not actual amount of books remaining. It's set to be correlated to the amount of time you spend on the site. So if you go and you sit there on the site, it'll continuously count down because you're on there long enough to show that it's almost selling out. So it makes it appear as if people are buying books and are visitors on the site, but there aren't actually there because the coding itself is programmed to show these reduction in number of books based on you know correlating to the number of seconds you're spending on the site. Right. <clears throat> So and dirt. you'll see pop-ups at the bottom of the page mm-hmm. of, like, an example, so-and-so has bought this. So, like, I have signed in. I've, I've been on this site all day, and Cindy has bought the same book 15 times. <laughs> and so has Missy. And Karen bought um, a calendar, right? They all, they're buying calendars, and they're buying this intermittent fasting book, which is, like, free. So, um... Yeah, something something else to add to that that's inside of his lovely um, jumble of a Java code is 
the ability to make it seem like people have things in their basket, their shopping basket, mm-hmm. and to make it look like a certain amount of things are left. And now, so if now anyone's... This, it, like, like you said, this is not unnecessarily an uncommon tactic on uh, like online wish.com websites, things like that. Right. <laughs> this is, this is the common ploy to convert viewers to your website to be actual purchasers of your items. If they, you can, you know, the psychology of, Hey, other people are buying it then. Okay. I'm not a, the only weirdo trying to buy Jesse's book at three o'clock in the morning. So the, right. the, the concept of having this is, is a sales ploy in and of itself is not, necessarily problematic you guys are all smart enough you just you know if you want to buy it you buy it if you don't want to buy it you don't want to, you know whatever uh but the fact is that these widgets are programmed to show people putting the stuff in their cart or purchasing these items but they're not based on actual purchases or actual people putting them in their carts the programming shows that they're completely fraudulent and are designed to be correlated to the time you're on the website Right. And all the reviews, all the reviews. So like, um, for certain items, like they have nine, 16 reviews all written on the same day, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which is bizarre. Uh, and he doesn't seem to like negative reviews, right? Yeah. Our, our, our source, uh, had, was on there and left, um, as a matter of a testing, left a three-star review, which was later removed. Right. So, I mean, like you said, it's a it's a common tactic they do. I know Etsy does it, but I think Etsy actually uses real analytics to say how much of stock is left mm-hmm. and how much is in a shopping basket. Kind of give you that, like, it's like eBay, right? Like, oh, I got to get first. I got to make sure I get it. Right. Um, Correct. But I, but I think with Jesse, it's like everything is just so scammy. Like, this is scammy. Yeah, and we there was something about the reviews that that we found to be suspicious as well. Not just that they were left on the same day. Yeah, the reviews are uh, are, are just seem a whole bunch of bullshit as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh look, Cindy bought the book again. <laughs> Cindy bought the book again. <laughs> Cindy bought the book again. <laughs> Somebody even, so, like left. <laughs> one of our sources pointed out, he said one of the reviews for the public speaking, so the review of him public speaking is the same picture that Jesse himself uses as a cover photo on some of his social media. So this random reviewer left a review using a picture that Jesse himself uses on his social media, which gotcha. is sketch. Um, we, we've got some more going into that, looking into the reviews and things like that. And, um, uh, like the, I mean, peop- the pictures of people holding products are people he knows, um, you know, that took the, that took the pictures of his reviews or whatever. Anyway. Right. So, yeah. so I think what sets people off the most, especially with like diving into Jesse in the first place and how scammy and money grabbing he is. There are, uh, stories about his, have you heard about him in the facial masks? I'm not sure. So enlighten us. He bought up he bought up a lot of N95 masks and was trying to sell oh, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, <laughs> and when that changed. got shut down, all of a sudden he's donating them. And right. you know. 
he bought just, them, uh, yeah, he bought them up and he, he had this post saying he bought the bunch to sell, but now he, and then he changed his post to say, oh no, I'm donating them and denying that exactly. he was going to sell them. Yeah. Yeah. Because he caught so much hate. He's not, he's not on everyone's good side right now with that crap. Mm-hmm. Um, just exploiting the coronavirus in the whole and his intermittent fasting book, which is garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm saying that because I read it and it's garbage. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I will have to put like on my personal page because I, I actually do intermittent fasting and keto and all that stuff. And, and I'm, you've been I doing it for it a like, long time and you've done I've been the doing it for a long time it, yeah. successfully. And I have absolutely no fucking clue what he was talking about in that book. It was like he <laughs> cut, copied and pasted out of different diets and stuff and this slapped it together um, and sold that. And so... Of course, now that that book's out, poor Sasha's getting, you know, a bunch of messages in his Q&A about intermittent fasting, (laughs) which he absolutely despises. So (laughs) he does. um, He does. He and I have jokes about it because I actually have lost a decent amount of weight doing intermittent fasting. And, you know, he's big on, you know, you have to eat real foods and eat healthy and and exercise and stuff. And I'm like, I just stopped eating ice cream at 10 o'clock at night and I've lost, you know, a pounds or whatever um that right. all went to Maybe hell steps, with right? covid quarantine by the way but i'm eating my but, anxiety but you're not writing books about it no. and selling it on amazon and no. you know so a lot of bloggers ig ig bloggers have been posting his reaction even wanting to go as far as saying he's going to do um lawsuits against those who left negative reviews for his book yeah He's just mad. He's just madding. And so like... He's mad at the internet, you guys. He's mad at the internet. People said mean things on the internet. And he's mad. Which means means people are just going to say more mean things. Because (laughs) as soon as you show that you're triggered... People are going to do it more. Oh, boy. Blood in the water. Blood Um, in the water. They smell it, man. Don't show you're bothered. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that that is Jesse's back end in a nutshell. Um... So a little bit more about Jesse. We watched his What Now stuff. There's two episodes, which are like maybe 10 minutes each. And they show him dating this girl named Bianca Rose. And she's a school teacher and they date. And then she moves to Israel and they have to break up. Uh, We think all that's bullshit. We think we may have found the person who is Bianca, who's like actually like a model. Um we think we we found her we're not entirely sure uh the person in the model pictures is all of her pictures are very model pictures very made up model shoots versus the person we saw on screen who's a little bit more frumpy looking because she's supposed to be a school teacher in new york um we think that's all bullshit we don't have the receipts to prove it at this point but we're working on it i think uh yeah i mean even if we ask for help it's kind of like those those side-by-side pics of, like, does this person look alike? Because I feel like she's probably, if it's her, she's really done up on her Instagram. Mm-hmm. And there's this really oddly placed tattoo on her in the show that is absent on this uh, Instagram model. Whether or not they put a tattoo on her for, I don't know. Branding. It's- Brand. <laughs> it's a rose just put, and her name just her name TLC. is bianca rose so she's got a rose on her shoulder in a weird spot that 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, we, we all make college mistakes. Yeah. So placing could just be a result of that. Unless she, she probably really likes it. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it's, it's hard to tell if it's, it's her. Yeah. So if you guys know any information about that girl, if any of you guys know her, uh, hit us up. Cause we're trying to, to verify that that was all bullshit. So let us know. Hit up the people. Help. The Help other thing, the other thing that we get a lot of questions out and that are, there's a lot of questions out there is how, first of all, how can Jesse come back and forth to the States all the time? And second of all, how is he allowed to make any money? How does he have these jobs? His old people talking to old people about love, talking, whatever he's doing, how is he allowed to make any money here? And so the, the reason we brought in agency today was not just for his opinion on internet porn, but for his no expert knowledge on this subject. So agency. Yes. Finally, a, an opportunity to be, to be useful. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's a good question on whether or not Jesse, I don't, I don't know about uh, Tom necessarily. We can get some deets on that, but how is he here so much and is he working here illegally? How can he do the things he claims he's able to do? Well, because he's a citizen of the Netherlands, he's eligible for the visa waiver program, which means that he's able to travel here essentially whenever he wants and can stay in 90 day chunks. Um, you'll notice in the what now episode, he said he had to go back to Amsterdam after three months, which is consistent for visa waiver status. Um, you know, so long as he's not violating the terms of uh, visa waiver status, which includes uh, no paid employment um, and has you know, enough money to fund his travel, then he's permitted to come back. I have seen um, cases where people are jumping back and forth on visa waiver and they eventually get caught um, by a CBP officer because the CBP doesn't like to see people who essentially seem to be living in the U.S. on CBP on meaning Customs and Border Patrol. That's right. The people who screen you when you come home uh, or screen you if you come to America, if you're, if you're not American. Um, they, have, they sometimes catch people if they, if they look, if they look at their, their, uh, their exit and entry records that it looks like they're in the U.S. more than their home country, they might uh, turn them around. Um, so that's most likely how Jesse is spending time in the U.S. Tom as well. They're here on visa waiver status. Now, is Jesse spending all his time in the U.S.? Who, who the hell knows? I mean, I mean, I, I think I've heard it said that, you know, he'll, he'll take a bunch of pictures on like two trips and then tease them out over over a period of months. Um, so, I mean, we don't really know if he's spending all his time in the U.S. unless we have, uh, you know, someone following him or jesse sightings uh, but he's definitely not allowed to work and make money here um now i personally think given the rather pathetic attempts he goes to on his website to make it look like his stuff is selling he might have done that speaking slot at the old folks home for free uh <laughs> who's gonna pay him to speak about love at an old home old folks home nobody that that's exactly the point I think he I think he said it was I think that was the only place that would take him for free because, you know, it, get, it gets the it gets the patients out out of their rooms for a few minutes. 
Um, right. And most of them couldn't run away or walk out if they didn't <laughs> like it. Yeah. That, like they that, picked a captive audience for like literally. Yeah. Right. Literally, <laughs> literally a captive audience. Yeah. So again, I don't have any proof for that. We, I don't think any of us have been in contact with the proprietor of that old folks home. My guess is that he did it for free. If he did get paid in U.S. dollars while he was there in exchange for speaking there, that would uh, most likely be a violation of his status. Uh, but in order for him to be to have an ineligibility, he'd have to he'd have to get caught, and it would have to be entered uh, into the system that the government the systems that the government uses to to track this sort of stuff. So he's not allowed to work. Okay. So that's different, though, than like the online store stuff, because when you get right. to website sales, online sales, I in the United States can sell stuff internationally, but mm -hmm. I'm based here in Virginia. So the rules of Virginia would apply. The laws of Virginia would apply to me. And so his are probably he's probably, you know, based out of another lens. He can sell mm -hmm. to the United States without violating that work or that work that. Thing. That's correct. If you have a business that sells stuff and it's in, like if yours was incorporated in Virginia, yeah, you'd be a Virginia business subject to Virginia law. If, if Jesse's selling his his shitty jewelry or whatever from a business uh, that's based in the Netherlands, that's fine. It's it's like coming here for a speaking gig uh, and just getting paid or if but if he came here with like a suitcase full of jewelry and like like set up a, a little coffee. stand on on the corner of a street of a in New York City and started selling that for money, he'd be in violation of his status. Um, because that would technically be considered work in the United States. And of course, we don't have access to his bank records or his pay stubs or any of this stuff, so we don't know what the status of you know how he's getting paid, if at all, and you know what he's getting paid in, or if he's selling his coffee here or anything like that. Like we don't know the details of that because you would only know that from the interchange of payment documents between the parties, which we're not going to get our hands on. Yeah. So if if I look at this through Occam's razor, which is the simplest answer, tends to be the right one. My guess is I would say that Jesse comes here on visa waiver status and probably isn't successful enough to be in violation of his status because there's nobody dumb enough to pay him money to do anything. Because <laughs> he sucks. Yes. <laughs> well, thank the same you. Would go for, the same would go for Tom, by the way, although I thought Tom had was like worked in the UK and just came here for business meetings, which is 100% allowed on visa waiver status. Yeah, he lives here temporarily, and then he goes back to the UK. So he goes back and forth. He's probably just doing that on visa waiver status. Um, if if he wants to stay here for longer chunks of time, he may have gotten a, a B1, B2 uh, tourist visa, but possibly not. Depends on how or long he's staying each time. We'll save that for another episode. <laughs> maybe he'll tell you. Maybe he will. Maybe I'll, <laughs> when I go get Botox with him after the end of the quarantine. <laughs> Bo Botox bonding and secrets with Tom. That 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 makes for a good Patreon episode. That's going to be good when that finally happens. <laughs> uh, speaking of quarantine, it's time for the social media roundup. Yeah! Quarantine edition. Can that can that be like? Do we need another yeah. soundbite for that? I don't know. <laughs> 90 day quarantine, 90 day quarantine, TLC version. It's happening. 
It's happening. And the cast didn't even know it was happening. <laughs> That's the best part of this. So TLC is going to start a limited series. I think they're starting at April 20th, like Monday yep. nights. They're going to show. Great day. <laughs> they're going to show the cast, various cast members, all from all walks of, you know, all walks of life. All the iterations are going to show them from quarantine. And this is self-filmed. <laughs> so it's going to be awesome. And then when they, they advertise this, they put this at this, like, uh, this word out about this. They hadn't told the cast yet that it was happening, <laughs> which was hilarious. But that is happening. It starts uh, April twentieth. Anything else about it? Um, I mean, it's got a whole lot of couples on it, so I mean, I can imagine it's going to be a clusterfuck. The one thing that I noticed was all the cast that they have on it are either older cast or cast that aren't currently as we would would assume slotted for another show. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, so I didn't see like Devin and Jahoon on there. Which in case you, you guys haven't out. heard, Devin and Jahoon, it's confirmed they are coming back for season two of The Other Way as well as Happily Ever After. Right. Uh, apparently Howard, um, the president of TLC, loves Jihoon. And family Jihoon, which is good because we all love him too. So anyway, go ahead. <laughs> which, you know, of, of course that helps and doesn't help when you have, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, when, <laughs> when Howard likes people favorites, that we don't like. But what I was saying is that like, if you, if you see the, the people on there, you can kind of, a, you can kind of pick out from those who aren't there, who we might be seeing on upcoming episodes of something. Of like happily ever after or the other way, things like right. that. Right, right, right. Uh huh. Right. Correct. Affirmative. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I feel like a robot. Affirmative. Affirmative. So the not much on social media this week. Uh, the big thing was baby girl Lisa Usman and Trish Paytas in a three way. I you, think the it, biggest. I think the biggest thing. It's just Trisha Paytas on her own. Okay, so can you explain Interested to in the 90 masses days. who Trisha Paytas is and the this how why Lisa and Usman care? Uh, so Trisha Paytas and I, you know, I knew who she was years ago, and then I stopped knowing who she was until I had to see her on Instagram recently. <laughs> um, she is a YouTube content creator. Uh, she also has the only OnlyFans. And she's known for her more risque slash pornographic personality. Um, she is very, I actually think she does porn now. Um, I obviously am not in her OnlyFans club, so I won't know to the extent of what. But if anyone saw the videos that she put up there for Usman, they get a, a G-rated taste of what she does. I've been told she's, I, I've had her described to me as a troll. Um, so she is, a, a lot of people would title it like clout chaser, maybe. Okay. Um, it seems like she does crazy things for attention and followers. And unfortunately, because the internet's the internet, she has 1.2 million of them. So it's working. <laughs> and, but the stunt... You're mm -hmm. you're looking you're looking these up for us, right? You looked Say her what up. Now? <laughs> you're looking her up. 
Agent Agent C was interested in some of her videos. So if you want a taste of her content, what was it? The oh, I finally used a condom is one of her. That's one of her. She posted that like a couple weeks ago, according to this YouTube page I'm looking at. What's some other ones? Oh God, don't don't auto start. <laughs> don't don't auto start. <laughs> Turn off auto start before you go Turn browsing her Arthur. content. Yeah, if oh, you don't look worry, at don't worry, I muted my computer a while a while ago. Right. <laughs> if you look at Wikipedia, it says that she's an American media personality, YouTuber, model, actress, and singer. That's a really generous way of describing her. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> please oh, please tell us the ago, title. She, Five what? months ago, she uh, did a test, getting tested for STDs video. So uh, she's, I that's, guess, that's a informative for young people. Informative. Young people watch her. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, I tried the vampire facial. I don't want to know what that's about. Um, yeah, there, and you can see a lot of her in uh, wearing underwear. She's got a lot of that on there. Um, yeah, she models. She models for lingerie and does a lot of fetish photo shoots. Um, and I think she was even in the British version of Celebrity Big Brother. Is this what it says here? Hmm. Yeah, Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, here's a here's one. Here's one from a year ago. Caught boyfriend making out with pillow. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's other emotions I would tie to that, um, but <laughs> <laughs> sad, I guess, would encompass most of them. <laughs> so now, wait a second. A year ago, she posted. A year ago, she did a video called "Broken Condom," but then, like a couple weeks ago, she did "I tried a condom for the first time." But she mean like to eat? Like I don't, I don't get what's going on here. <laughs> she she has ate them, so she did like a, a condom tasting challenge or something like that too. So she does all kinds of crazy stuff. But if she had a condom um, break last year. This year couldn't Maybe have been her it first broke time using before one. she got a chance to use it, and so she's finally <laughs> she's finally getting that they're not breaking anymore. Because or maybe she was trying to use it for something else, like uh, <laughs> other than its intended purpose. Yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe it's oh, about drug smuggling. Me. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, so the video is of her dancing, and I guess I just appreciating. I think she's twerking, right? She's twerking. She's twerking while laying down. I'm not quite sure what's happening. Is that a thing? Um, Can you do that? Is that legal? Someone call with, the cops. With her, with her butt? Yes. Yes, actually, you can. Um, that thing has a radius of movement. A radius but, of movement. <laughs> it's quite fantastic watching it. You're like, what is going on? Why am I hypnotized by that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, ah, then it sparked this whole thing where who knows if it was real or not. Lisa came for Trisha. Yes. And there was a whole bunch of screenshots shared very, I think, I think actually Trisha shared them of, uh, Lisa pretty much calling her out and all kinds of flavorful language. For, came out for appreciating the music for the music. I don't know. Right. And we all know that Trisha was being a troll. Because that's what she, she did does. Because she knows it would piss Lisa off, and I think it's it was one of those things of I want attention, mm -hmm. and it might get you some more followers, right? Certainly, certainly got I'm sure a lot of the 90 Day crowd that didn't know who she was before this, right? But you know, the 90 Day crowd is kind of like okay, <laughs> um, it's not like she's gonna get another million. 
no. or Muant subscribers, she might get like 10,000 at the most. <laughs> like the 990 day fans, like our, our fan base doesn't grow as exponentially as it does for, for other places. No. But. And it's Lisa being Lisa. So people are like, uh, bored, yawn, you know? Right. If anything, it gets Lisa more viewers, maybe who knows. Uh, but yeah, that, that was pretty much a summary of, of, uh, what happened between those. So she, she came for Soja Boy. She came for Joffrey. Um, in his lives, because Joffrey has been doing a lot of lives, including this weekend where he was, I think, drunk as shit. It was drunk, right? He said he was drinking sweet tea, but he forgot to add what he was drinking with the sweet tea. Yeah, because he um, was <laughs> he was drunk, you guys. He was white girl wasted. Like it, it went from him yelling. He was yelling. He was reading the questions and pretty much yelling them and he went without off, answering them. He went <laughs> off about, I guess one of the questions was something about are Lisa and soldier boy still together. And he's like, are Lisa and soldier boy still together? I don't know. Why don't you ask Lisa? Eh. And he's like yelling like this. And he's very weird. And then when he was trying to read the stuff from the phone, he would close one eye and try to read, which is, you know, telltale sign that you're wasted <laughs> when you have to close one eye to read. Um, when the words are blurring together. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. And then he took a shower, which and then he dropped the soap in the shower. Like there was a whole bunch of crazy shit that happened that like I was. Yeah. I know. It gave me something to do that night. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but at the that same time, I was like, what is going on? Jeffrey is canceled for a lot of people and it's completely understandable. But for those who do want to know what he's doing and why, like, there you go. Well, and, and I mean, I got a lot of messages asking what's going on. Right. And I happened so to see I. the live because I, I am bored. I think I watch every live that pops up because of that. Mm. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I happened to catch it and it was just, it was bizarre. Like in some moments it was kind of like normal, but then it, I don't know. I mean, that's the kind of personality you need to be though, right? To gain followers and yeah. <laughs> and, and maybe being fed up with the, uh, social or uh, feedback he's receiving for other various things so who knows <laughs> it, it, could, it, it could be a combination that he may or may not have engaged in <laughs> right right we have the the innocent until proven guilty but at the same time it's the allegations it, it's are pretty still bad. very it's it, the allegations are very bad and so that's why that's where we're at right now okay. um i think so that's, yeah that, i think that's, that's it there's not That's a whole lot. That's pretty much it. I don't think yeah. much else happened social media wise, except for today. I'm going to say today they were recording. Uh, Stephanie made a uh, acoustic cover for Soja Boy's song, <gasps> which. Oh my God. <laughs> was actually pretty fucking good. Oh Jesus. <laughs> so if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's on her page. It's on my page. It's on every 90 day page. So pick one. You'll find it. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> Every we all post kind of the same stuff, just with our own uh, flavorful com com. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's some you know, there's some stuff that you're only going to see on some pages, and there's some stuff you're going to see on all the pages, and just whoever you happen to follow. You know, if you don't follow social media and you just listen here, then you get it here. Right. You know? 
Lots of different ways to get your 90-day news. Um, <laughs> but there is enough 90-day news for everyone. So There is. Know, there is. Pick your favorite and go. There you go. But we are glad that you're choosing us to listen to. We know your time is limited, even in this time of quarantine. Everybody's listening to different podcasts or watching different shows. TLC is giving us a lot of content of older content and new stuff and, and all kinds of things. And we appreciate that you have uh, taken your time to listen to us. If you like what you hear, please go ahead and help us out by giving us a five-star review and maybe leave a little commentary review if you like what you hear we always like to to see those i am frauded by tlc you can find me on instagram at frauded by tlc you can find our facebook group at the fraudcasters we also have a patreon which you can find at the patreon.com slash the fraudcast where we hanakawa and i talk about uh, other reality shows uh, we're currently doing married at first sight and we're getting ready for another love after lockup season and we're looking at some other content to, to throw in there. Hanakawa. For show, for show. So you can find me at 90 day fiance today. Um, I still get questions on why I changed my name <laughs> again, again and again and again. Um, but I always remind people that the page I'm using now started off as a personal Instagram <laughs> And it evolved into what it is now. So it's gone from having a very difficult to understand Japanese name that no one in their right mind is going to remember um, to something a little more re relevant. So to the content that Fia you are. Right, to the content, right? So 90 Day Fiance blank is pretty much the format we all take for our uh, 90 Day pages. So it's easier to find. Just remember today. And 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance today. today. And today. Agency. <laughs> yes. Shameless self-promotion. Uh, well, I lurk on the 90 Day Fiance subreddit, though I haven't done anything there in a while. Um, you can find my old Ask a Visa Officer posts there. I also have a website, uh, askthevisaofficer.com, where I offer an array of service that are services which are totally irrelevant right now because no one can travel. <laughs> no one can get a visa to travel. That's right, but you can still uh, ask a question. You can uh, you can get a question asking service. Um, if you want to ask any questions about this show or 90 Day Fiance in general, feel free to contact me there. There's a contact form. Um, or you could ask one of these lovely ladies nicely. I'm sure they'll figure, tell you how to get, a, get in touch with me. <laughs> And we do gather those questions and we compile them for Q and A episodes. So mm -hmm. if they don't get, if you don't get it answered right away, it's usually because we're going to compile it for a later mm -hmm. uh, Q and A episode. Try to think of something really off the wall to ask. That would be fun. Be fun. Let's make him do some research, you guys. <laughs> make him dig into like. Yeah, he's he's had it way too easy. He needs to work. Yeah, let's make him earn that non-existent paycheck that he doesn't get for doing this on the show. <laughs> None of us get for doing this. <laughs> don't it's worry, I don't fine. get paid either. Agency. So um, anyway, uh, so that's it. That's what we got for you. Uh, leave a five star review if you like us come join us on the Patreon come find us on social media just go ahead and go about and enjoy your day and we are the broadcast and we are dumpster diving so you don't have to this broadcast has been produced and edited by yours truly art by Sarah Dottie 
Music written, produced, and performed by Umami. Segment producer at iHeartReality TV shows. Further assistance provided by many unnamed fraud consultants. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.